0: You're listening to Gospel Centered Rest, a podcast by Grace Bible Church in Cambridge, Ontario, dealing with topics of life and theology, and how Christ's promise of rest for the weary and the heavy laden gives us strength for today and hope for tomorrow. I remembered that entire thing.
1: As I say, I'm trying to remember the last time we did this. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> so it's been well a few done.
0: months. Um, it is, it is good though, to be back and, and to be recording a new, I do uh, wonder if we need a new theme song. What? You don't like this one? I do. Something more jazz. I, I like it. Yeah. Maybe just like something like a refreshing one, maybe next time. So, so tune in next time. That could be a brand new song
1: next time. <laughs> could be. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure. Cause a ditty is hard. That's okay. Isn't that what they call them? I don't even know what they call them.
0: I, I wouldn't mind a little a ditty song. with some banjo in it. We could try a few danger. alternatives, you know.
1: I don't know. Maybe, yeah. yeah the we'll
2: Alternative know.
0: Podcast. <laughs> the Alternative Podcast.
2: All kinds of music. How I about mean, the positive alternative?
1: <laughs> well, you remember when they were trying to choose a new theme song for Hockey Night in Canada?
0: Oh, yeah. It was a big deal. Yeah, maybe we yeah. can just use the Hockey Night in Canada theme song. We well. could use
2: their old theme song, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
1: I'm sure they won't mind.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, they they probably do listen to this podcast and they've been wondering why has there been <laughs> such a long time that they haven't recorded an episode.
1: Maybe we'll buy the rights off of them.
0: <laughs> but what's uh what's good about starting this episode again? Um while starting our our routine of regular episodes is not only is it a new year, so I mean, it's it's just a great time to start things yeah. in January. But we're also starting a new series, yes, in the book of Hebrews on Sundays. So, if there's a book that is jam-packed, that is the book of Hebrews. Mm-hmm. And also, you you talked a little bit about this on Sunday too. But it's a book that sometimes is misunderstood. Um, I would even say, like, in some ways, it's like um, it's not quite as heavy as as Romans. Romans, of course, is known as like the big mm. theological. Um, depth and, and a weightiness to it. But with the book of Hebrews, you, you have that similar kind of theological depth and weightiness connecting a lot more even to the Old Testament than yeah. probably any other New Testament book. So mm-hmm. it's good. So David, why don't you talk to us a little bit about why Hebrews and
1: why you think it's important that we take some time to consider it? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's so many reasons because as you mentioned, Hebrews is so full. Um, and actually, the it is interesting, uh, there's layers, it's like an onion, right? It teaches us how to read the Old Testament, teaches us how to relate uh, the Old Covenant to the mm-hmm. New Covenant, uh, what to do with the Old Testament, um, that it is the Word of God, but to read the story um, as uh, moving forward, uh, that we're in the last days now. Um, in terms of the resurrection of Christ to his return. So even on that level, like, how do you read scripture? Um, mm. Is the word of God the word of God? Uh, and an incredible beginning to uh, think that you would start off a book, long ago God spoke, and all all that takes place in those first four words. And in, in some ways it draws us back to Genesis, um, in the beginning God, and what he spoke, uh, and now mm. there's the new creation in Christ. So, And then we have... Uh, and, and I know there's there's some people who will say it's Paul who wrote it. I think it'd be difficult if Paul wrote it, but for various reasons. But, I mean, even if he did or if he didn't, uh, we know that um, it's the Word of God. And uh, But whoever wrote this is very pastoral. Um, there's a, a people who are struggling with their faith. And uh, so you have all of these elements coming together. So I think it's it's a very intriguing book. And Byron... Uh, thoughts on Hebrews?
2: I'm just looking forward to it because I really do like Hebrews and like you mentioned on Sunday it's almost like it gives you the key. So many people have this slant and that approach to the Old Testament well Hebrews tells us what it was all about, what it was trying to accomplish and what God purposed in Christ and obviously when he starts out talking about the most sacred documents to the Jewish faith and says, well, that was long ago, but now he's spoken mm-hmm. through a son. Yeah. And it's a, a whole game changer here. Yeah.
0: Something I had noticed too, he really, um, he really quotes the Old Testament. Yeah. Like it was really remarkable. Like as, as we're going to journey through we're going to mm-hmm. see, see that quite a bit. I've often heard the book of Hebrews is, is a kind of a commentary on the book of Leviticus. Would you guys agree with that? Like to an extent?
2: It certainly gets into Leviticus.
1: I actually haven't heard that. <laughs> no, you never heard that. <laughs> so I can't. I, I. I mean, in terms of, uh, it does. There, there's a lot of specific references. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a lot of allusions uh, to the to the Old Testament. Uh, most of the references are from Psalms. Psalms. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I, I, I and and I think you know Psalms we sometimes an eclectic group of writings and really no order or theme, but mm-hmm. uh really Psalms uh and we I don't know if we'll talk about that. I have it in my notes right now, but I don't know if we'll get to it. Um but Psalms really speaking about, you know, the kingdom mm-hmm. and kingdom activity and the coming kingdom of Christ, um, God's Son. So that's why in even in Hebrews one you have Uh, the first Psalm or the first quotation of Hebrews is Psalm 2 7 and then the last one in uh, verse 13 is Psalm 110 verse 1 and and it's uh, surrounding that is the the kingship of Christ and even how um, the uh, the book of Psalms is divided up and with five I think it's five books um, you know this this whole king kingship theme so it's not surprising why we would read a lot of Psalms in the book of Hebrews. Yeah. But if you want to flesh out Leviticus or... Yeah. No, I was
2: just thinking, um, one of the things you asked there, Tyler, is Uh why Hebrews now? Were there particular things that drew it to your attention, David, for 2023 as we started?
1: Well, I I think for for me, the last few years have been difficult on people Mm -hmm. and times change. So challenges, challenges... in in our culture, uh, challenges around the world. And interestingly, in the book of Hebrews, it doesn't seem like they were maybe directly persecuted, but they were going through hard times. There were some who were in jail. Um, Even if they were persecuted, uh, it wasn't to the point of death, as we read later on. So just knowing a lot of discouraged believers and... Trying, I think Hebrews brings us to different places. Like if we think, "Why am I so discouraged?" I don't think, and we'll talk about this this coming Sunday, uh, Lord willing. But I don't think we think it's my view of the deity of Christ. Hmm. I think we usually think, um, "Help, help me understand something practical." Yeah. Uh, but in in Hebrews, there's a there's a flow that. First of all, talks about the supremacy of Christ and then the priesthood of Christ, the greater priesthood, the greater sacrifice. So, and then how do you live that out? And we usually want to start with how do we live that out? Uh, And so why is the church so discouraged in Canada? Mm -hmm. Is it because we need a more, like we need to be strengthened in our understanding of the deity of Christ. He is the son of God. He is creator. He is sustainer. Mm -hmm. Um, he is the one who reigns on the throne. He is angels worship him. Uh, he is the beautiful king. There, mm-hmm. We're drawn to him. Uh, and he is the one who will last forever. Um, and then until you come to the, the seventh quotation in, in Hebrews, and, and you finally have this like final definitive statement, which says, uh, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. That is a conquering king. Um, throughout the ages. And uh, really, sometimes our uh, existence of life is determined, no matter what we're going through, but our view of life is determined by our view of Christ and and his deity. So would you say that probably a
0: a big message through the book of, of Ephesians is, is this is what Christ has done for you? Or Book of Hebrews sorry like this is yeah. what Christ has done for you
1: i would I would probably say this is this is who Christ is, mm-hmm. and then this is what Christ has done mm-hmm. for us because it's a very communal book, it's a community, like not mm-hmm. not giving up gathering um and then how we can encourage and and love one another through living it out so and that that's like in Hebrews one it's well, man does he like that's seven. Old Testament references just piled on top yeah. of one another, uh, talking about the supremacy of Christ. He is above all. So, if if we're gonna if we're gonna understand that Christ's work is better, mm-hmm. we first of all need to understand that He's better. Because you can, I mean, I can tell you, I'm gonna do all sorts of things, but I'm not that good, so I won't be able yeah. to do the things that, you know, I, I've told people I, I I would do, and so. Um, Hebrews 1 and 2, uh, talking about the huma- our d- deity and humanity of Christ, you know, his compassion. Hebrews 3 and 4, Moses and uh, Joshua, and, you know, how they didn't enter the rest, and we needed a greater rest, and we have to be careful that we don't miss the rest. Um, so in Hebrews 1 through 4, you have this greatness of Christ um, mm-hmm. in our wilderness in times when we want to pull away or we get discouraged or. We begin to drift away, and then you have uh, the the really the central work of the book, which is the purification of our sins. The, he, he has cleansed us, um, and the, the priestly work of Christ. He is the priestly King um, in the order of Melchizedek. So, mm-hmm. but in order to know his work, we have to know him, and that's the I think that's the beauty of the flow. It's Hebrews one through four is the uniqueness. Of Christ, the Son of God, his relationship with the Father, uh, and then his priestly work, and then how we live—how we live our faith out. Mm-hmm. Um, so even in even in how the book's written, it teaches us that when we sit, like if I'm going through troubles in my marriage, if we say, "Well, what do you want me to do?" It's—I don't know—the last time I've ever asked someone. Well, maybe, but you know, not so directly. Like, well, who is Christ? Mm-hmm. And they'd look at you and like, I thought I'm coming here for marriage care. Not, yeah. you know, not a theology 101. Yeah. But that's exactly, Paul takes discouraged. Or Paul, see, there it is. Mm-hmm. I but um, <laughs> the pastor <laughs> takes beleaguered Christians.
0: It's okay, we can bleep that out. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> and, uh, and then he, um, he says, you know, who Christ is is yeah. a major, major aspect of our marriages.
0: Now, on Sunday you kind of open up with a little bit of like an illustration sharing a story of, of how you're talking to somebody and mentioning you're going through the book of Hebrews. Now I found that interesting because I've, I found this, I don't know if you guys have, but Hebrews can be a difficult book for some people Mm -hmm. because maybe they don't understand it. Um, I know the first time we had it in Bible college, uh, it may have been the professor too. I'm not sure he did a great, the greatest job, but just, um, it wasn't like a, Oh wow. That's a great book kind of moment. Now it's great because it's in the Bible. So don't get me wrong, but it wasn't until later, I think in my Mm -hmm. Christian life that I was starting to understand and grip more of some of the things you're saying about the supremacy of Christ, how amazing Jesus is, what he's done for us, who he is, all of that and how that impacts our, our life that I really started to see this book come alive but what is it, do you think, that people
1: might have that kind of reaction to a book like this? Byron, do you have any? The, the, I'll, I'll just, the reference that I, someone just talked to me and they, they said yeah. that in, uh, they, they had met someone. and I, I mean, it's even a, I, thanks for bringing this up, by the way, because I actually felt kind of bad maybe for yeah. starting an entire series that way. <laughs> no, <it's laughs> but okay. if you could take one book away from the Bible, which is really a, an yeah. awful statement, like why mm-hmm. would you, what, what book would you, like, yeah. Like even the, and, but this person said the book of Hebrews, mm. and um, uh, but like we we talk about discouraged Christians. Like, would you take Hebrews away? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the integral in the book is, or in the sermon of Hebrews is the warning passages. Yeah, I think it's like five to seven, but they're interwoven between, you know, exposition of Scripture, really, um, who Christ is, His work. The warning, so that the strange thing about Hebrews is, in a war, even in the warning passages, it builds your faith. Mm-hmm. So, well, I don't think we'll get to it this Sunday morning, but I have planned that we could do it this Sunday morning. But I usually plan way too much for a sermon. But if we were to get to Hebrews too, um, it, it, we we see we read the first warning, and you're like, "Oh, don't drift away! I can't drift away." But the way that verses one through four are written is uh you see the strength of the word of god and the beauty of the person of christ so that you don't want to drift away mm-hmm. it's he he says don't do that but he draws you back so even the warnings themselves become and and the the truth is we need warnings mm-hmm. every single one of us needs warnings in our christian life like it would be very strange if we were never warned um that you know, we could, we could grow discouraged or we're drifting or, you know, if you, if you, um, you, know, if you reject Christ, and it's not, it's not to say, like, some people, and, and even sometimes in our journey, we, it's not that we reject, reject Christ, but this is tough. This is hard. Yeah. Who's Christ and where is Christ and, and what's he doing? And yeah. we need people in our life to say, to warn us about that, but then to encourage us to say, this is why you don't want to reject Christ. This is why you don't want to crucify Him again, or why you don't want to drift away. And you know, good parents in our life will do that. They'll they'll warn us, but they'll encourage us at the same time. Mm-hmm. It, it is an extremely it, it is a very pastoral book. Mm-hmm. It and that's why I like calling it a sermon. I know you know it's it's not it, it's not your typical epistle, but it's not but it, you know ser- But I love the because it's just so beautifully written. And um, so pastorally, pastorally delivered. Yeah. yeah. It's remarkable. And, and I mean, you could say that about the Bible. Um, he, he is our shepherd who wrote this, these words. So, mm. um, so yeah.
0: Is there a, so may, maybe we can, uh, we can close, close our, our last few minutes of our time together um, with this, but is there a passage in Hebrews, that is particularly meaningful to you guys, or a passage that comes to your mind that you um, that you've found encouraging and and helpful in your in your personal walk with the Lord, or your your communal walk with the Lord. Very good. <laughs>
1: it's hard. There's so many in Hebrews. Yeah, there really I, are. I probably go to. Uh, Hebrews twelve, and mm. that's the the series. Uh, I mean, how do you how do you summarize Hebrews? Yeah. But uh, run with endurance, mm. uh, keeping your eyes on Jesus, and there is a beauty to that. I mean, I, but mm, you know, I having that. studied Hebrews one through four uh, for last week, I just love I love that expression. Um, the sun is the radiance of God's glory. Mm. Is that not beautiful? Like what cat like. Radiance captures us. So whatever the book of Hebrews is going to be about, Christ is going to be radiant. God's work is going mm-hmm. to be radiant. We're going to be drawn to it. Um, there's something beautiful about his work as he tells his story and reveals his story. So, you know, sometimes it's verses or sometimes it's just little yeah. imagery along the way that it captures us again with the beauty of Jesus Christ. Jesus is radiant. I love
0: that. Yeah, yeah. So the good.
1: radiance of his glory, which is ground in yeah. the New Testament. Um, and in the, I mean, the, the the New Testament Old Testament, New Testament. So yeah,
0: it's like Jesus, the radiance of God's glory, and then you get to chapter twelve. It's like, look at yeah his glorious radiance. Yeah. He's the author and finisher yeah. of our faith. It's like yeah. that's who you. That's who we're looking at. Yeah, that's who we're looking to. Good, yeah. Byron. Is there a passage that it's a tough one? I know you had just <laughs> preached I,
2: yeah. on. Well, yeah, that one comes to mind that you think, okay, he talks about this is where you really can get a clear, clean conscience through Christ. And then, like David says in chapter 12, there's that encouragement of, you know, God's doing this for a reason. Yes, it's discipline and yes, it's painful, but oh, it's going to reap a harvest, you know, And, and that sort of thing coming in. The rest Mm-hmm. that yeah. we find in him, that you don't find anywhere else. Hebrews Those different 11, things. Yeah, the, Hebrews the, 11, faith itself. Faith. Eh?
1: And these guys yeah. are, and men and women are not put together. Mm. And the amazing thing is you get to Hebrews 11 and the pastor is saying, do better, like do your duty. Yeah. Uh, you, yeah. you read the struggle of faith, um, but they longed for more. They saw more. They saw uh-huh. the radiance of the glory of Christ. So. Mm.
0: Well, it's a, it's, a, it's a particularly powerful an important book for us um, to study. And one of the other things we had talked about a little bit and we had talked about David is just how much biblical theology is packed into this. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just so appropriate because we came from our Christmas series, which really was, uh, you know, Christ from Eden to Bethlehem to the new Jerusalem. We took on this huge journey really across the scriptures to see that, and what we'll find as we study the book of Hebrews is in a lot of ways, this preacher, he yeah. brings, um, the Bible from all different directions into, uh, the story of Christ. Yeah. And again, back to that redemptive, redemptive story that we see throughout mm-hmm. scripture. So
1: yeah, it's very true.
0: Looking forward to a, a, uh, continued conversation as we, um, enjoy our time studying the book of Hebrews and being changed and sanctified by it yeah thanks tyler thanks everyone